The Blacks and Whites Network proudly presents Katherine Raker of Let's Just Talk. Hi, this is Katherine Raker of Let's Just Talk. I'm so honored to have Ashley Barron, director for PETA, who is going to discuss how it, how easy it is to help animals in the environment this winter by choosing vegan clothing and accessories. How are you today? Catherine, I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me on. Well, you know, there are so many ways that you can really help animals, right? By And why should people look at shopping for animal-free clothing, Ashley? Well, you know, sheep and cows and birds, you know, all these animals who are used in the clothing industry are intelligent individuals with lives of their own, just like our cats and dogs who, you know, who so many of us love and, and have, have relationships with. And these animals feel fear and pain and loneliness. But um, when they're made into sweaters or jackets or anything else made from, you know, from animal materials, you know, we're supporting an industry that torments and kills them. And PETA has investigated hundreds of suppliers of wool, leather, fur, exotic skins and down around the world and found the same types of extreme cruelty and violence at every single one. And how can shoppers find vegan clothing and accessories in stores and online? How do we look? Well, you know, it's so easy. Um, You know, you can just go to the same places that you're already shopping and read the labels. And, you know, you just look for the words wool, leather, down, angora. And, you know, if you see that, you move on. And and um, we actually have a cruelty-free shopping guide at PETA.org that people can download onto their phone. And, you know, that just makes this so easy. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really usually just about shopping in those same places that you're already shopping. But uh, looking for those materials from animals on the label and, you know, and moving on if you see those. How do leather, wool, down, and other animal-derived materials harm our environment? You know, these industries are destroying the environment because together they are a large component of animal agriculture, which is responsible for nearly one-fifth of all man-made greenhouse gas emissions. So that makes it a leading cause of the climate catastrophe. And it's not just about the climate either. Um, you know, animal agriculture consumes huge amounts of water, uses an enormous amount of land, um, and it uses chemicals that can produce pr- pollute existing water supplies and ground soil, um, you know, can poison workers. So it, it's really, this is a very toxic industry across the board. And what other materials can take the place of leather, wool, and down that are out there? Well, the great news is that the fashion industry is really stepping into the future with innovative animal-friendly materials that don't use, uh, you know, any animals at all. So, for instance, um, these days we're seeing vegan leather made from uh, grape skins or mushrooms or pineapple, cactus, corn. Um, There is luxurious fabric to replace silk and wool that can be made from soybeans, coconuts. Um, There's warm, allergen-free down made from wildflowers or recycled water bottles. 
And all of these products have very little impact on the planet or on the animals. And where can our listeners go for more information about all this that we've talked about today to save our animals? Uh, your listeners can visit PETA.org for helpful information, including the, the free shopping guides for clothing and accessories, but also shopping guides for food, cosmetics, household supplies, um, you know, that are vegan and cruelty-free, just everything. And um, while they're there, they can also learn more about those investigations that um, that we discussed and, um, you know, read about our PETA-approved vegan program where, if, you know, if you see a PETA-approved vegan label, you know a product is cruelty-free. And you have books as well, which are really wonderful to get for children and others on PETA.org. Am I correct? Thank you. You are correct. We do. We have books for all ages. Um, and, um, you know, that can be a great way to, to learn more about ways to be, um, be kind to animals. And even, even, you know, we even have a, a book by our, our founder, um, Ingrid Newkirk about just fascinating facts about animals, um, you know, that, that really help us all appreciate animals more for the unique individuals, um, that they are have programs devoted to humane education like our Teach Kind program that works with teachers because, as you say, you know, it starts with kids and um, and unfortunately when children are cruel to animals, very often it does not stop there. Um, and and if, if it goes unchecked, you can, you can really see um, kids growing into um, violent, dangerous behaviors if, if we don't teach them young that the importance of, of being kind to um, to everyone, including animals. So do me a favor, Ashley, give our producer um, uh, a place where I can send it to you. I'll be more than glad to have Donald sign it and send it to you, a couple of them, okay? I will do that. Thank you so much. You're welcome so much. And thank you for joining us today on Catherine Raker's Let's Just Talk. Have a happy, happy holiday. And take care of your pets during the winter, especially right now when it's going to get really, really crazy weather this this year. Thank you so much for your mission and what you do. Thank you, Catherine. And happy holidays to you. Happy holidays and go to letsjusttalk.com. Thank you. We'll be right back. You're listening to Let's Just Talk with Catherine Riker. Every now and again, we get a great book to read. But how about having three great books at the same time by the same author? This is what we have in the Master Storytellers Bundle with Sad Eyes, which is a story of an unlikely hero, a woman who rose to the occasion during World War II and finding the love of her life. Also, the bundle has two historical volumes of Abraham Lincoln, the second assassin just when you thought you'd heard everything read everything knew everything you have no idea how this one is going to end now available at hollismedia.net for your convenience buy now pay later use the afterpay system that's at hollismedia.net that's hollismedia.net this is a great gift for reading enthusiasts. 
Check it out at hollismedia.net and click on the bundle. Did you know that memory loss now affects almost 7 million people in America? And the Alzheimer's Research Foundation estimates that by the year 2050, there will be 50 million people with dementia in America. Are you preparing your family, especially your grandchildren, for this issue? This is Dan Perkins, and I'm the author of a new book for children ages 9 to 12 and their families to help them understand that it's not their fault when Grammy can't remember them. Why Can't Grammy Remember Me is available at Amazon or through your local bookseller. Don't make your grandchildren part of the lost generation. We're back. You're listening to Let's Just Talk with Katherine Riker. Hi, this is Katherine Riker of Let's Just Talk. You know, Boys and Girls Clubs of America team up with Cricket Wireless to support families across America during the holiday season. And uh, Boys and Girls Club of America mission is to enable young people to reach their full potential, and this has become even more important in a time when most families are navigating additional challenges due to the pandemic and other things. Boys and Girls Clubs have expanded their efforts to support kids and families with assistance from trusted organizations like Cricket who support young people and their families by fostering kindness, encouraging healthy mobile habits, and providing resources to help them overcome challenging times. I want to welcome to our show today, Nick, the Boys Boys and Girls Club of America Pacific Youth of the Year, and Sam Martinez, Market Director of New England for Cricket Wireless. Welcome to our show today. How are you? Doing well. I'm doing good. This is so exciting. I'm I'm so excited that, you know, um, we have companies like Cricket and wonderful organizations like Boys and Girls Clubs of America. Um, I want to welcome you to our show. Um, Let's start out with um, Nick, if you don't mind. How has – and welcome to our show. How has inflation and the economy increased the needs of children across America? Yeah, so, um, you know, especially in the past few years, we've seen a lot of uncertainty from the effects of the pandemic that greatly shifted how we learn and work and just to the day-to-day challenges that we face this year with rising prices. So there's no better way to support young people than to ensure that they have resources that they need to thrive and live healthy lives, just because more than ever, that has been at jeopardy. And, Sam, why did Cricket Wireless decide to get involved with Boys and Girls Club of America this holiday season? By collaborating with the Boys and Girls Club of America, we hope to make a difference in the lives of families um, and give the families the opportunity to focus on what really matters most, and that is to spend time together. And, Nick, why is it especially important during the holidays for children to have a happy and festive season? It's a really opportune time for families to reflect on, like, what we've learned past the year and to show gratitude for the good fortunes that we did have and to think about what we can achieve in the future. And especially for kids, it just it's that time to kind of relax and have a good time with your families and really just enjoy what truly matters in life away from the stresses of what's going on in the world. And, and let me ask you this, Nick. Um, how does partnering, partnering with companies like it helps support the youth of America and their families? And what does Cricket Wireless support mean to the Boys and Girls Clubs of America? So Boys and Girls Clubs together with partners like Cricket are meeting the needs for youth and their families this entire holiday season by enhancing their offerings of safe places, 
caring mentors and life enhancing experience and just this critical partnership supports the kids and teens just like me to kind of just find their next great moment. So it really just kind of opens doors for all of us to have newer opportunities that the Boys and Girls Club and Cricket just provides us so willingly. So, Sam, can you tell us a little bit more about some of the families and tell us about the 12 Days of Cricket and who, what they received and what it meant to them? Uh, happy to. Thank you so much for the questions. Uh, over the past three years, uh, Cricket Wireless have been partnering with the Boys and Girls Club um, to create what we call our 12 Days of Cricket. Uh, this year, for example, we have been able to provide total support over $140,000 um, to uh, different families. These families across 17 markets uh, were nominated to receive up to uh, $5,000, and they really have demonstrated to be great staples in the community and involved in the club. Um, the great participants and volunteers always engage and um, happy to support their community. Uh, we hope that this support will help families have a healthy and happy holiday season that they can enjoy together. And what has the involvement meant to you and the entire Cricket Wireless family? Oh, uh, this one this one hits hard, uh, right into the heart. Our, our, involvement, our involvement with the Boys and Girls Club of America is a key part of our community work. Uh, we're excited to continue to work together to drive the mission to enabling young people to reach their full potential. And, Nick, let me ask you, how can our listeners support support the Boys and Girls Club of America through the 12 Days of Cricket? Yeah, so to anyone who wants to support the Boys and Girls Clubs of America this holiday season, just visit bgca.org slash cricket to help give kids and teens their next great opportunity. Okay, so we said BC, let's do that again one more time, slowly. One more time is b g c a dot org slash cricket. I can't thank you enough for doing what you're doing and your mission, um, Sam. And uh, Boys and Girls Club is a wonderful organization, and more and more people should get involved, right, with your children, right? Yes, I definitely agree with that. Um, but in addition to our partnership with the Boys and Girls Club this year, we're adding a little bit of an additional spice uh, to our campaign, uh, keeping, creating a sweepstake that runs all the way into January 5th, giving everyone an opportunity to come to their local cricket store and scan the QR code for a chance to win up to $2,000 and a Moto G stylus for free. We'll be doing a drawing every single week, so I hope everyone takes the opportunity to um, get a chance to win. We can't thank you guys enough. We hope that you have a very, very happy holidays, uh, and thank you for your mission for both of you for what you're doing for Kids of America and beyond. Thank you so much, and have a thank very, so very much. happy holiday. Thank you for joining us today. On happy Facebook. holidays. Yeah, thank you. Happy holidays to you. And don't forget to go to our website at letsjusttalk.com. Thank you. We'll be right back. You're listening to Let's Just Talk with Katherine Riker. Every now and again, we get a great book to read. 
But how about having three great books at the same time by the same author? This is what we have in the Master Storytellers Bundle with Sad Eyes, which is a story of an unlikely hero, a woman who rose to the occasion during World War II, and finding the love of her life. Also, the bundle has two historical volumes of Abraham Lincoln, the second assassin. Just when you thought you'd heard everything, read everything, knew everything, you have no idea how this one is going to end. Now available at hollismedia.net. For your convenience, buy now, pay later. Use the afterpay system. That's at hollismedia.net. That's hollismedia.net. This is a great gift for reading enthusiasts. Check it out at hollismedia.net and click on the bundle. Did you know that memory loss now affects almost 7 million people in America? And the Alzheimer's Research Foundation estimates that by the year 2050, there will be 50 million people with dementia in America. Are you preparing your family, especially your grandchildren, for this issue? This is Dan Perkins, and I'm the author of a new book for children ages 9 to 12 and their families to help them understand that it's not their fault when Grammy can't remember them. Why Can't Grammy Remember Me is available at Amazon or through your local bookseller. Don't make your grandchildren part of the lost generation. We're back. You're listening to Let's Just Talk with Katherine Riker. Hi, this is Katherine Riker of Katherine Riker's World and Let's Just Talk. Our guest today is author and ordained evangelist, Brother Aziji Okoye. He is a, an author and he an ordained minister, like I said. And he is going to discuss his book, Who Prays for the Pastor? He tells us how he is called to minister to those who minister about being led by God to create an organization called the Men of Faith Network. He develops his ideas and provides encouragement and advice in his book, Who Prays for the Pastor, aimed at the audience of both pastors as well as parishioners. And he offers practical information for both parishioners as well as pastors on a variety of subjects, all aimed at supporting pastors in their life and work. And I would love to uh, welcome you back to our show. It's been a couple of years since we talked last on our program, Let's Just Talk. Yes. So tell me what has changed, uh, Brother Frederick, and thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Uh, on Catherine Raker's World and our radio show, Let's Just Talk. Oh, thank you very much, Catherine. And I, I do appreciate you inviting me back. Oh, that's, that's Thank nice. you. Yeah. So, a lot has changed um, in the sense that what we are doing is making more sense to many ministers and the pastors. You know, one of the difficult things to do is to bring pastors together. And uh, one of the things about men of faith, which is very unique, you know, we are interdenominational. So we are talking about reverend fathers, you know, Pentecostal pastors, you know, uh, evangelical pastors. You know, we are all from different backgrounds, different demographics, different, you know, religious beliefs. But there is one thing that has brought us together. The major is Jesus. Because we all believe in Jesus, we do leave aside our differences. So right now, people are seeing the impact because what we do is actually coming in together to sharpen one another. 
we encourage ourselves. You know, people who are discouraged will hear a story of exaltation about someone who has passed through what they have passed through or who is passing through and hear someone else, you know, sharing his own experience, you know, and they will be like, oh, I thought I'm alone. So that alone has, you know, made the, 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 the vision, you know, uh, uh, grow more than we think. You know, so right now it's really impacting a lot of ministers. And we have moved, you know, even to African nations. We have about five nations right now that men of faith is existing. Yeah, so it's growing, Catherine. So do you see more people coming back to the faith and are pastors encouraged by this or what? Yes. Pastors are very, very encouraged. Um, Recently, we just did a prayer summit, you know, which we really uh, prayed for the pastors because many pastors did not recover after pandemic. You know, um, they lost membership. You know, um, some of them lost their buildings. You know, some of them are giving up. Some of them resigned. You know, so what we did is to organize a prayer summit. You know, the prayer summit really helped, you know, to sharpen them, to encourage them. You know, and like I said, you know, they also heard a lot of stories about people who are passing through the same thing that they were passing through, which, you know, the enemy will always make them feel like they are alone or they did something wrong, you know, so it has really helped them a lot, yeah. That's good, and do you see a difference in uh, people's faith today in relationship to what it has been in the past? Yes, I've seen a lot of change, I've seen a lot of um, improvement, you know, because uh, people are now um, not just people, you know, ministers, they find it difficult to relate to another person because they don't know who they are going to relate to. Everybody looks upon them. You, you, you can imagine where a pastor will come to the church and say to the congregation, please pray for me, I'm sick. They don't do that because in quote, that will discourage the membership. So most times they do, you know, harbor their pains, isolate from any other person, you know, deal with their pains alone. They don't, they don't have anyone to share to. So the environment men of faith have created for them right now is, hey, come over. Uh, you are not alone. You know, share, right. share your body. Share your body with us. Um, we will be with you. Yeah. Right, and do you see more people going to church or doing church services on Zoom or other things or not coming back to the, the buildings or the churches? What do you see there? So for us, um, Zoom have really done a great, um, I, I, I would say Zoom have built great impact in the Christian community in quote. So what we are do, what we are seeing more right now is where people are making their choices. So some people still don't feel comfortable coming to the church for the in-person services. They stay in their home. They have their services. And we have also seen the gospel, you know, spread all over globally because of the technology, because of the Zoom. You know, so yeah, I will tell you it's it's fifty fifty. You know, um, some people still feel comfortable, you know, doing services in Zoom, and the in-person services 
is also uh, returning back in full capacity. Yeah. Right. So what is the most important things to pastors today? What what you're hearing because you pastor pastors. Yes. So what has been are, are they coming and getting together more and are they opening up to you more than they have in the past? Yeah, um like I said, um not the the way men of faith is is not really like they are looking up to one person as a leader. You know, they they don't look up to me. We create the environment. So what happens is like uh, when we come for our fellowship, we do make it clearly to everyone. We respect titles. You are a bishop. You are an apostle. You are a teacher. You know, we respect all those titles, but we just want you to come the way you are. So the environment we create for them, you know, builds that strength that they needed. It's not like they are really coming to me to present their issues or um, me having myself in a big office as as the leader for them to come bow to me. No. Uh, uh, by the grace of God, I'm just the coordinator. We create the environment, and they come and the fellowship. So we have, you know, many testimonies about people who are trying to give up, you know, that got strength back. We have many testimonies about, you know, uh, people who are struggling financially, and with a little help we can, we supported them. Yeah, so um, the few people that are with us are really um, uh, getting uh, what they ought to get from the fellowship, yeah. Now, you also help the parishioners as well, am I correct? Is it through the pastor, or do you directly work with parishioners as well? So um, you can see it both ways um, because um, many many actually attend the fellowship without being necessarily a pastor. You know, they just feel uh, this is a place where I can come in to sharpen myself. You know, so um, in foot, yes, we still deal with the congregation, and through dealing with them, we kind of also um, um, hear from their own perspective. You know how they feel most times, you know, like most of them, you know, um, part of the complaint will be like, um, I'm not being used in the area of my gifting. You see what I mean? So people have differences, you know, so um, dealing with them help us, you know, to um, have like a specific topic to present that would deal with issues that we are hearing. Yeah. So... In a regular session that you have, how often do you have them? So we do have um, weekly Zoom prayer meeting every Saturday, but every last Saturday we have the in-person. You know, so but for this month uh, we're actually going to have it next week Saturday because of the holidays. But our usual day of in-person fellowship is every last Saturday of the month. But every Saturday in the yeah. week. We do meet on Zoom to pray, yeah. Now, my question is, how many people usually, you know, show up to your in-person meetings? Um, we, we don't necessarily count, but um, between the range of 35, 50. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're from every faith? Yep, yeah. Great. Where can people, if they want to, especially during Christmas, especially pastors that are not part of your organization, where can they buy the book and how can they get a hold of you? Because we've run out of time. Yep, yep, yep. 
So the book is uh, all in the Christian stores, um, Amazon, um, Barnes and Nobles, um, even the physical Christian stores. Yeah, it's right here. Um, and what is the name of the book? Who prays for the pastors? Who prays for the pastor? I want to thank you. I want to wish you a very merry Christmas, and hope that you get more people that join you in your mission um, and your and what you're doing as an evangelist. Thank you very much, Catherine. Thank, thank you, you so much for joining me today on Catherine Rager's World. Thank you. Thank you. Talk. Do you have a website that, that people can go to? Yes, www.libertyfoundation.com. Say that again now, slowly. The Liberty Foundation. Libertyfoundation.com. Correct. And thank you so much. Don't forget to go to our websites at katherinegregorsworld.com and letsjusttalk.com. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Catherine Ricker's Let's Just Talk on the Blacks and Whites Network.